Welcome back, Gems, to another wonderful episode of the Grateful Gem Podcast. I am your host, Jasmine Chanel, and I can't wait for you to hear today's topic. Gems are definitely going to be dropped, so make sure you tune in and stick around. Let's get into it. Okay, guys, what's going on, Gems? I'm so glad you are here. Um, I hope that you listened to the first part of this three-part series. If you do not know, if this is your first time playing the episode by me, my name is Jasmine Chanel. I'm your host of the Grateful Gym Podcast. We are in a three-part series, what I am calling the Door of Opportunity. So, last Sunday, there was an incredible message at my church, and it blessed my life because it literally got me together. So I want to go ahead and just give my input on the things that were brought to my attention. I also want to let you guys know that in the details of the episode notes, I also leave recommendations of videos that you should watch. The first video will be the video that was shared or the live message from church last Sunday that inspired this three-part series. Um, It's three points that were given to me from my church pastor, and it's just me dissecting it into the things that I'm actually going through, how it blessed my life, and hopefully how it can bless you. I'm praying that it will be very useful. So just take advantage of the things that are given to you. I do list recommended episodes. If you, again, have never heard anything from me, this is your first time, check out a previous episode. You may find something that could also bless you okay because in every episode gems are definitely drop and i'm excited if you can't already tell <laughs> to be getting into this next part too so just wanted to put that out there also um there are just information in the episode notes on every episode everyone is different every recommendation is different so always check that out and if you need some encouragement through the week just log into the app that you used to listen to this playlist or the podcast i have playlists also on spotify and apple music woo, woo, woo. so if you don't have an iphone or you don't have apple music go to spotify you will see the playlist so let's get into it this is part two of the door of opportunity series woo, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> you guys i'm amped up so today is the door of expectation So, I know I touched base on just a little recap if you have not played the last episode. If you haven't, listen to this and then pause it and go back. So, just a recap. The last episode was called The Door of Delay. Just talking about how sometimes we can be right at a door and our hand is on a knob and we go to turn it but it doesn't open because it's locked. That does not mean it's not the door that we should be at. It just means that maybe one, the things that we're carrying with us, friends, people, baggage, drama, mindsets whatever something that we carry it with us can no longer go so sometimes we have to drop the bags at the door open the door and it will be on knock it shall be open unto us um two it could just mean that this is again the door for you however it's not your time so two different scenarios same outcome so this episode um, again, the door of expectations. So, I shared with you guys last episode about my car buying experience. I had to get rid of my car, sold it, paid it off, got money for it. Cool. Cha-ching. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, guys, I'm in a good mood today. Um, but I talked about how 
I had to literally make a wise decision because I knew that God was testing me. And if I could say that, to say, are you going to trust me to provide you with what you need? Or are you going to do it in your own strength? And I really feel like had I would have took that previous deal for the first car, that it would have fell through. Because um, two, um, the guy that I was working with, the salesperson, he was all peaches and creams in the beginning then as we got towards doing the sale he kind of turned really bad so i was not going to buy with him anyway so that's why i said i feel like the the deal just fell through it wasn't for me it wasn't a good deal so that's the hardest thing right having something in front of you is everything you want you're praying for you believe a god for it. god told you this is yours you can have it you get it and then it's like you can have it but this ain't the one so it's kind of hard walking away you know here i am walking away with my car knowing that I have to get rid of it or get it fixed but I felt like it wasn't you know worth getting fixed so I said you know I have to do something so I immediately took a t- took time to process what had happened took time to take in how I felt and then I decided okay let's go to plan B I'm gonna sell it I got an offer paid it off got cash moved on fast forward two months or a month and a half later I got a new car same car that I wanted Great deal, great experience at the dealership. Everything about it was just gossip, and I'm just so thankful. So, I just want to remind you, small recap, do not be dismayed by the door that may be a delay. Here I go again saying delay. Why? Like, oh, please. <laughs> please stop. Do not be dismayed by a door that may be just a delay because it is not a denial because sometimes we coincide delay with no delay does not mean no delay means not now but later okay denial means no period it ain't happening so don't ever confuse the two because i've done that you know i said okay i gave up on finding a car that i wanted and i went to look out for another car and god presented me with the car that i wanted because it wasn't a no it was a wait. It was a lot now. I got something better for you. So, anyways, let's get into this part two, the door of expectations. So, whew, I just, uh so excited. So, I know that sometimes when things happen, we, we believe God for it. We know that it's going to happen. We know that God is going to provide, but... Sometimes, and if I'm being real, a lot of the times, the way that things pan out aren't the way that we see it working out. Like I said, my car accidents, I knew I was going to get the car, but I did not see it working out the way that it did. And because my expectations were so different from what God had for me, I immediately went to a different thing. I said, okay, I'm just going to leave that car in the past because in my mind, that car was associated with disappointment. It was associated with no. Like, it had me questioning, okay, God, am I hearing you correctly? What am I doing? Like, why didn't this happen for me? So, expectation can play a big role in our walk with God. So, we can set our standards to things and then God has his standards. And then we have to remember what the word says. That our thoughts are not his thoughts. Our moves are not his moves. See? And I kept saying in my head, well, realistically, if God wanted to do it, he could do it. You know? Or realistically. But God is not a God of realistic. God is a God of the impossible be impossible. 
God is the God of, I don't know how it happened, but he got it. And I know it's God-given. That's what the God is God of. So for me to be sitting here lining God up with realistic, when God is past realistic, he is miraculous, he moves and wanders, but he's the same yesterday, today, tomorrow, and what? Forever. So we cannot associate God with our what we think is reality, right? Because everybody has their own reality, and we cannot associate God with our realities because, for one, we're not God. We can't think like him. We don't know his thoughts. We don't know his plans. We can't foresee the future. We are not omnipresent. Every time I say that, I think about that song, um... Oh, what is the curve for the song? She's like, you're not omnipresent. What is, oh my God, I'm going to be driving my mind crazy. Like, And every time I, I heard that, like, I've listened to that song a million times, but every time I hear it, I just chuckle because I'm like, that's so funny, but it's serious though. Oh, you don't know my story. Hey, that's the song. Because if you did, you would lift up your hands. So grateful I can tell you. Don't judge my singing because I can't sing. But in the song, she's like, um, basically, you know, this is my story. I can tell it. You weren't there. You don't know. You only know what I'm telling you or you only know what, I'm, what you see. So you're not omnipresent. You weren't there. You can't be in one, more than one place at one time. So let me tell my story. And I love that. Like, every time I hear I just, you're not omnipresent. I said just like her because I'm like, boom. Instead of cussing these people out, I'm going to start telling them, you ain't omnipresent. You wasn't there when I was shooting in the gym. <laughs> like, you was not there. So, you don't know what happened. And a lot of people don't even know that, you know, this situation happened to me. Like I said, it comes with, like, in the last episode, I talked about friends, your circle. Your circle matters. You need friends who can push you into purpose. So the people that are pushing you and shaping you for purpose are the people that you are trusting with the information that sometimes is embarrassing to share. That is sometimes you get to the point where it's just like, I cannot believe how loud this is. But um, you get so, like, you get to a weak point. It's just like, I can, you get so vulnerable where it's like, I can't share this with nobody. Like, I'm afraid to even tell it. Like, people going to be looking at me like, girl, you do better. Like, why would you even play it like that? But when you have people that are for you and can push you into purpose, they don't question the things that you do. They shape you, mold you, lift you up, and push you back forward. They don't pull you back. So, the, I think that changing, uh, one of my friends told me to change my expectations change what I was looking for and she was just like you know maybe you should find an older car something that has less miles something that's a little bit cheaper so you won't have as high a payment and like I said in my last episode I was just like I don't want to hear that and I was two seconds and I was like you know what that heifer she right let me do that and as soon as I did that as soon as I took my standards off God's blessing I got more than I even bargained for and it was it's still unreal that I can't even believe it. Like nobody really knows about this. Only two people know. And you guys. Doop, doop, doop. <laughs> um, but nobody knows that this has happened. And I just I, I don't know. I think I'm I'm just moving in a different light now. I'm thinking that these are my testimonies. And people will try to take your testimony and they will try to shape it into what it's just uh like what? I did not say that. But you know what? At this point, take all y'all messages and put them together and give me a story because it's funny because like the lady said you're not omnipresent so I haven't told you what happened you don't know what happened so you're just assuming so I would love to hear that's just how I think about when I think about that I think about when I moved to Atlanta now mind you I moved to Atlanta 
And a lot of people just thought, oh, she just up and moving. Everybody want to move to Atlanta. But they didn't know. I went to Atlanta for a health show with my best friend. One of my best friends. And I fell in love. Like, I was at home. I was at peace. And my family is originally from Georgia. They're from folks in country. Grandma, you know, Georgia. But it just felt so at home. I was just like, I love the environment. Like, I had never been there before. And I was just like, oh, I just love it. Like, I just love it. So, later on, a couple months later, I was praying. I was talking to the Lord. And I said, Lord, I'm going to move there. And the Lord said, okay, go for it. And so, I got so discouraged and I think that was a time in my life where I started learning that you cannot tell everybody your plans because what God tells you to do people ain't gonna understand it they're not gonna want you to do it and I I could I kept telling myself like why would people say this stuff like why would you not want me to progress I've been struggling all my life here I am in a situation trying to better myself and I got all these people trying to hold me back that's weird it's, it's real weird. And then um, going forward, I was just like, you know, I didn't tell nobody how much money I saved. Nobody knew that, baby, back in the day, in 2017, my credit was what? A1 day one. <laughs> my credit was A1 day one. Some of y'all are like, what? A1 day one. That just means it was good. Like, my credit was good. So I had to pay off a whole bunch of stuff for my credit. I had to save up 5000 I had all these credit cards. I had all this stuff. I prepared myself because I knew what God had told me. I did work two jobs. I was working two full-time jobs. One overnight and then one during the day. I was dog tired. You hear me? But I knew that if I wanted it, I had to work hard. And God made me... Um, and no, God didn't make me. God made it possible for me to save that money and do everything I needed to do within two months. And then that next month, I put my notice in. And I was questioning it because I'm like, Lord, am I going to make it? Do I have enough? And then when I got there, y'all, I was so at peace. I was, oh, so happy. I was just loving it. And then when I came back, it was bittersweet because I still want to go back. But we don't know. I don't know. I feel like I got to say later. And that's just coincidentally because I felt like in the beginning, God was saying, no, you're not ever going back. But now I think that God is saying it's a delay. You will go back. But right now, I need you here and I need you to focus on what I'm calling you to do here. So do what's here and then I'll elevate you to more. And it may be beyond Georgia. You may be going somewhere else. Who knows? Anyways, it comes back to not putting my expectations on what God can do for me. And I want to give that word to you. Don't put your expectations on how God's going to bless you. Don't hold yourself so close to a memory and how God did it before that you forget that he's not the same. I mean, no, I lied. He is the same, but he doesn't move the same. So your blessing in the season last week, you was in a different season. So this week, you got you in a different door. So God's not blessing you the same way he blessed you in this last season. Because at this point, God is elevating your faith. God is trying to push you into purpose, push you into prosperity, push you into the calling that he has over your life. How he going to do that if he blessing you the same way over and over? It's like, oh, God did it this way. He going to do it again. God did it this way. He going to do it again. He going to do it again, but he's not going to do it the same way. And that was my problem because I hold on dear and close to the things that God has done in my life. Again, like I said in my last episode, with the car situation, I was thinking, oh, I got a brand new car. It was a great payment. I didn't really want it, but hey, I took it. I fell in love with the car. It was bittersweet letting it go. God going to do it again. God did do it again, but it wasn't a brand new car, but it's practically brand new because it's only a year old. And it's got what? Low, low, low miles. And it's priced at a great price. I got a great deal on it. And I had put little to nothing down. And I know right now, like I told you guys, my credit ain't all that because I'm working with a credit specialist. They knock the stuff off, but it's bringing my skull down. Okay, that's just US of the A for you. That's how credit works. So, when the numbers came out, I was just like, oh my God, this is awesome. Anyways, 
I talked about it at, in last episode. So if you haven't heard it, go back. Um, but like I said, I was just holding on to that expectation. Like, oh, God, going to do it. I'm just going to walk off the lot with a brand new car. But my thing is, who told me I needed a brand new car? Who, who told me that? Like, I told me that. I'm like, girl, you don't need no brand new car. What do you need a brand new car for? Why? What, what is a brand new car versus this car that you got? It's only a year old. It had one older and um, he kept really good maintenance. Like the car, it looks brand practically new. No scratches, no deans, no nothing. Like, he only had, he got it in, um, because I seen, like, all his paperwork in my car. And he got it as May of last year. And it's a 2020. So, here I am. What is this? November? I got it, like, a couple days ago. So, November, or no, at this point, a couple weeks, like, a week ago. So, you know, he hasn't had a car that long. So, I'm just like, I got a great car, you guys. And I'm just, uh, ecstatic about it. I ain't gonna keep talking about it. But like I said, I had to ask myself, and then I had to think about too, I had to make a needs and a wants list. Do I need a brand new car or do I want a brand new car? Do I need remote start or do I want remote start? Do I have to have this technology or do I need this technology? And once I started making my wants and a needs list, my expectations changed. So when I saw this car, I was like, that's my car. I literally was like, this is my car. I've been looking for this car for a month and a half and he, it's been here the whole time. And um, I just, I'm telling you guys, perception, you have to change the way you think. You have to change what you're expecting God to do and the way he's going to do it. Because it may look like you take, and I remember talking to one of my good friends and we used to, we, we talk almost every day with our audios and I told her, girl, I ain't going to lie, it's like we taking all these L's. We getting, we obeying God. But I feel like I'm taking an L. Here I am, had this issue with my apartment, had to move out of my apartment, listening to God, and I done felt like I took an L. Here I am with a car that got everything done with it for the last five years I had it. Practically still a great car, just got a lot of miles on it. And then all of a sudden, it's stuttering. And I'm like, what, what? Oh my God, like this is crazy. Like, how do I supposed to, what am I supposed to do? So I end up giving my car away just to not have a car for a month and a half. God, I feel like I'm taking an L. Here I am thinking that you're going to walk me off this lot with a brand new car and I walk away with nothing. Here I am thinking that you're going to put me in another apartment in the same complex because you know I don't want to go stay with nobody. I don't want to have to put my stuff in no storage. But here I am, I have to do that. And sometimes elevation has to go through discomfort. You can't always be comfortable, baby. If you're comfortable, you ain't, you ain't doing enough. But I have to just continue to talk about expectation because I'm telling you guys my expectations for what I wanted and what God has for me God, even though I wanted a lot God gave me a lot. I wasn't even expecting it. So once I took my expectations off, when I took off how I felt like God should have blessed me and I let God bless me and he blew me out. Like I told you guys I'm still mind blown. I am still mind blown. and I still Every time I get in my car, I say Lord just thank you. Thank you, Father, because I had to endure a month and a half of discomfort to be comfortable. I had to get a lot of disappointments and delays just to get to my now. And not only did that shape me in a different place, but now I'm thinking, okay, when I move forward, now I'm thinking, okay, I got one more thing I need to figure out. My living situation, because I still haven't found a place. So now I'm just like, okay, God, what is it that I'm missing? Help me see what you see. Are my expectations too high of what I'm looking for? Do I need to bring them down a notch? What am I missing? Because here I was, 
looking at it, I done rolled out this whole car make model in year. I done went to a whole nother um, car. I went from wanting a Kia to to want, looking at a Volkswagen just to end up with the Kia that I was looking at in the first place. So now I'm thinking, okay, am I doing this again? Like, am I overlooking what I should be looking for? But am I looking for it in the wrong spots? And am I looking at a place where I need to look differently? Sometimes you got to adjust your tunnel vision. You got to change the channel, turn the volume down, turn the volume up, open your eyes. You got to see. Sometimes when you turn on the TV, you got that little gray screen that, that's just crackling. And sometimes you look at it and you think you can see something. That's what you need to do. You turn your vision to where you can see. Because sometimes me, I, I wear glasses. If I ain't got my glasses on, I can't see you. Sometimes you got to take your glasses off and wipe them and put them back on. Take your contacts out, put them in the solution, put them back on. Because sometimes you can't see clear. And sometimes sight is not just sight. It's about you can walk by what you hear. You you walk by what you say. You, you walk by what God told you. Remember what you're praying. I always preach that. I always tell people, when you're in the midst of something, remember what you ask God for. Because the same thing you're asking God for is the very thing that he's bringing you to. But you may not see it because it doesn't look like what God said it was going to look like. But you're going to end up in the same place. You may get there a little slower because you may be counting out the trial that you're going through. Are you loving this episode? Great. Don't forget to leave your feedback by rating and leaving a review on Apple iTunes. Also, don't forget to subscribe anywhere, wherever you're listening to this podcast. And make sure that you follow us on Instagram to keep up in the know of what's going on with the podcast. Okay, let's get back to the episode. And so, um, I know in the last episode, we talked about your circle matters. We talked about that a little bit in this too. Your friend, you need friends that can push you into purpose, push you forward, not pull you back. Also, your comfort matters. So, if you're comfortable, baby, get up, stand up, drop it down. You need to move. You ain't, you ain't doing enough if you're comfortable. So, this time, I want to talk about your voice. Your voice matters. Like I just said, sometimes you have to turn the vision and adjust it to where it can play. Have you ever been in a car and... You play a radio station, and in one spot, it plays clearly, but if you go up an inch, it's like, you can hear it, but faintly, it's kind of staticky, but you can still hear it, but you know it's the same channel. Sometimes that's what we got to do, because you see what you say, and you say what you see. So you have to be able to line up what you see with what you're saying. So if you're believing God for a miraculous miracle that God's going to do it, see that. Prepare for that. If you're believing God for a new car... Go ahead, so and you you know what you want to pay for your car. Go ahead and start putting that car payment up in your savings every month, because when God gives it to you, baby, you already got four or five months of your payment put aside. And if you believe in God for a house, start working on your credit. Get your credit right. Start getting your mind right. Start practicing a routine. If you believe in God for a new job, start getting up in the morning acting like you at that job or new position, whatever. Tell yourself, I am worthy. I am enough. I can do this. And if it's not happening, if you know that God told you it and it's not coming to pass, ask yourself, okay, God, I know you said I'm going to do this. I know you said you was going to make this happen. So why haven't I got there yet? It's been six years. It's been five years. It's been four years. It's been three years. It's been one day. <laughs> like, for real, like, sometimes we feel like it's been so long and then we think about it. It's like, oh, girl, it's only been two days. But in reality, what am I doing wrong? Like, am I setting my bar too high? Because, God, I know there's nothing impossible for you. But sometimes when we put our expectations on what God can do, we are limiting what God can do. 
Okay? So don't put God in a box. And sometimes you have to be open-minded to what God has for you because what God has for you is way better than what you can even ask or what you even think you need. So your voice definitely matters. Um, and that just comes back to put, having friends that can push you into purpose because when you are around friends that push you into purpose, okay, I'm going to let you talk about this one time. Once. And then that second time, okay, what are we going to do about this? You done talk to me about this two times and this your third time and that's pushing it. So now, how can I help you get this situation better? What can I do to shape you into having a better mindset about when this come around again, you know how to handle it? How can I help you get this right? So your voice matters. You need people that's going to change your situation. I don't need nobody that's going to be sitting around talking with me, telling me, oh girl, yeah, you should have went out. That was wrong. No, 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 no. I need people that's going to say, okay, well, Jasmine, you needed to step back. You know, you was kind of hard. You could have said that in a different light. And then, yeah, it sucks. But thank you for being real with me. Thank you for letting me know that, girl, <clears throat> you ain't perfect. <laughs> I know you like yourself, but, girl, somebody out there saying they, they can't stand you. You know, <laughs> it is because of your attitude or it's because of the way that you talk. It's because of the way you look at people with certain things I said. So, you need people that's going to correct you. And you need to be able to be willing to be corrected if it's, you know, something that's actually accurate. Sometimes people are trying to correct you and it's just because they're jealous of you or they whatever. Well, that's another topic for a different day. But... When you have friends that can push you into purpose, you'll know the difference. You'll know whether somebody is just coming down on you or if it's actually something that you need to take heed to. So your voice matters and your your circle matters. Um, also, what we learned from the scripture, Mark 2, 1 through 5, is that in the scripture it says your friends can get you saved and your enemies can heal you. And I thought about that thing so good because let me tell y'all that comes back to pushing having friends that pushes you into purpose because your friend's faith can get you a blessing because sometimes somebody else has to carry the weight and i remember um speaking of recommended products i have an episode called the power of one i talk about when i'm in a season of just down oh crazy just oh god i can't even think back to that season but it was a terrible time for me i wasn't feeling God. I wasn't connected with God. I would listen to the word, but it would not resonate. I couldn't pray enough. I couldn't fathom the words to speak out to God. And one day, I ended up opening up to one of my good friends about it and she was like, I'm praying for you. And <clears throat> that next day, I ended up listening to her sermon and it literally broke me down. And I had to tell her thank you because I really felt like you really prayed for me because my situation changed that, that next day. Because here I was going through a season of I can't connect with God, I don't hear God, I don't see God, I don't feel God, I can't hear it, I'm listening to the word but I don't feel it, I don't even know what these people talk about and that's not me. And I went through like a few months of that, I went like four months with that and I had not opened up to nobody but I ended up confiding in her and telling her that God I just feels stuck, I feel like I can't hear God I feel like I'm distracted, I feel like I'm just going backwards, I feel like I can't see God I can't heal it, I can't feel it, I, I just I can't. And she was like, girl I'm praying for you, for your sight, for your hearing God gonna do it. And then the next day I play something, I see something pop up by Dr. Tony Evans and I play that thing and like literally five minutes in I was in tears and I had to pause and I had to tell her, girl, thank you because I really feel like you pray for me. And you know how people say, I'm going to pray for you but then they don't pray for you? And you know they ain't pray for you? That wasn't the case. <laughs> um, 
And if I tell somebody I'm praying for them, I literally try to, in that moment, pray for them. Or if I, once I say my prayers for the day, I always include them in a prayer. I may not remember every time that I pray to pray for you, but if I say I'm praying for you, I'm literally praying for you. It may be just a moment right in there, Lord, Father God, I bless this person through whatever. I ask that you protect them, blah, 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 whatever. But I'm praying for you. And in that moment, I, I had to reach out to her. And I said, girl, thank you. And so I talked about, you know, how just the power of one being, because we're not built to carry things on our own. You know, that's why God says it's good to have godly counsel and to have a sound um, circle around you, you know good character or bad character corrupts good character so you want to be around people that can pray for you when you need somebody who can uplift you when you're down and in that moment she was that for me she still is that for me and I'm the same for her you know when she's going through something I'm like girl don't worry I'm praying for both of us because I and it's crazy because you'll realize too the people that's supposed to be in your life because you'll be going through the exact same things or similar things with me and this girl when I tell y'all right now we have like probably if we say 10 out of 10, we're probably at 8 out of 10 things. Maybe even 9 out of 10 things that... No, I would say 8 out of 10 things that we are battling together. And it's literally so coincidental that it scares me. Because I'm like, girl, when she say stuff, I just be over here like, girl. And then I end up telling her, girl, I'm doing the same thing. And it's looking for the same. Like, with our car situation, we were looking at the same exact cars. And I was just like, that's crazy. Like, what? With our apartment situation, just it's not so much to say, but it's the same. You know? It's just a lot of stuff. It's just like... It checks our box, and I'm like, this ain't nobody. Not to her all the time, girl. This, this friendship is God ordained. You hear me? There ain't no question about it. I can't ever say if you're a friend or if you're heaven sent because you are. And I have people like that that um are in my life like that too, or that used to be like that. And I think I'm just in a season where it, it's calling for different God ordained relationships. So, again, being able to have people that push you to purpose because if you remember in Mark 2, it's talked about how, you know, the God said that your friend's faith because of your friend's faith I have I forgive you for your sins so because of your friend because he believed you're healed or not healed but because wait let me get it right because of your friend's faith I forgive you for your sins so because my friend had enough faith to believe God forgave me not only did he forgive me but he also healed me but he healed me because of my enemies. Because if you look at Mark 2, it talked about how there were people around that were just like, oh, you know what? What's going on? People didn't want him to be blessed. They didn't want him. Because God could have easily said, oh, you know, get up, walk. Because he was paralyzed. And I remember last episode, I was like, was he blind or paralyzed? I know he was disabled in some way. But he was paralyzed. And... He was on his mat. They carried him on his bed and put him through the roof because the the door was, it was blocked. It was delayed. But they had to say, you know, there's got to be another way. So they put on the roof and they put that man through the roof and put him down. And people were just like, ah, you know, looking crazy. People didn't want this man to be healed. So your friends can get you saved and your enemies can get you healed. The people that don't want to see you succeed will be the reason that you do succeed. And then when you do succeed, they'll be wondering, well, how she got that? Or how he got that? They're not even living right. They don't even know the Lord. How you know they don't know the Lord? The fact that you're sitting here judging them, you obviously don't know the Lord. But I thought that was a good, like, I'm telling you, man, that thing spoke so many mouths to me. Because I was just like, Lord, you're speaking today, and I'm going to let you go and do your thing. But, so just remember that, I'm telling you, your circle matters. 
because by somebody else caring for you, praying for you, or just having enough faith to believe in you. Like, even when I got my car, I told her, she was like, the second person I told, and she was like, I told you, she was like, I believe that. I told you, I believed it for you. I told you it would happen. I told you to change your person. And she did. She is literally the reason, God used her. She is the reason. God is the ultimate reason, but she is the reason that I was able to hear God's voice and his commandment, and I obeyed. And because I obeyed, I got everything and more than I needed. So sometimes, you got to be pushing uncomforted. You got to be able to hear other people and listen to God, you know, when he uses other people because that can be the detrimental step in your life. So, um, <clears throat> that is basically what I want to talk to you guys about today. Just changing your expectations. Don't put limits on what God can do because sometimes when you expect these big miracles and sometimes too that's another thing that I always think about having this big faith and just thinking that oh god it's just gonna do something big it's gonna be outstanding it's supposed to just hit me dead in the face but sometimes when you wait for something to hit you dead in the face you miss it because here I was counting out looking at a whole other car and the very you're not gonna tell me that that's a cool incident no that's god there is no way that I'm looking at this car that I just called about the guy said it was not in two hours later I get an email asking me to come test drive the car I text I email her back saying I spoke to someone two hours ago he said the car was not there she said the next morning it got here yesterday you can come test drive me I said okay perfect can I come in today when I get off made an appointment after my friend told me you know hey girl change your expectations bring it down a notch make it real I did that found the car that I was looking for. I didn't speak on it. I didn't ask about it. I just knew. I was worried because I'm like, okay, this is kind of too good to be true. Just going back to that doubt. Going back to, this is too good to be true. Got there. The other, and then that's another part I didn't even tell y'all. When I got to the dealership, the Tejas that I originally went to go see, it was in service. I saw it. It was being serviced. So, I couldn't test drive it. I couldn't even, like, see in it, look at it, nothing. You're not going to tell me <laughs> that ain't God. Now, how I come to the dealership for one car, end up finding a car that I was looking for for a month and a half, but I stopped looking for. Test drive it. Love it. I got it. When I wasn't even looking for this. And what happens when you look at something else and God bless you with the very thing you were looking for? Something that you done stopped looking for. Like, I still just, uh, the... I just get overwhelmed. Every time I think about it, you guys, I get overwhelmed. And y'all probably like, girl, shut up. But I'm not. Because I feel like at the end of the day, God did that thing to get everything that he does is to get to give God glory. And that definitely just blew my mind because, like I said, there's no way I could have made that possible. No way. You're not going to tell me. <clears throat> but... Um, hopefully that was encouraging. I know I just did like a lot of recaps, but I had a lot of new information too. Just to let you guys know, please stop putting boundaries and expectations, your expectations on God. Because God is not you. He don't think like you. He don't look like you. He don't act like you. Okay? So don't miss out on your blessing because God wants to give you everything that you deserve and more. So don't miss out on your blessings just asking small prayers and small things of God. Because God is not small. He is not limited to a box. That we sometimes put him in. Well, God, if you, you gonna do it, but just give me the base. 
give me the base model. And I remember I told myself, I was like, I could just get the base model of this car because obviously I can't afford nothing else. Baby, I ain't got no base model. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you gotta do it. You might be like, well, I'm gonna get a house, but I'm gonna just get this rickety house and then maybe I can fix it up. No. Let God show you what you need. What? Let God show you what he's gonna do. Say, I'm gonna get this house, but I'm gonna get what God has for me. That's another thing that I told you guys. Your voice matter. What you speak is what you see. What you speak is what you believe. And the God you see is the God you get. If you confine him to a box, that's the God that you will get. Because God is humorous, baby. God will do exactly what you wanted him to do. And then it'll take for you to learn your lesson then later. And that was me. Speaking on that, that was me. Because when I got my kids, so I didn't want that dang old car. I did it. And for why I should have waited. And I feel like that's what God has showed me. Now, stop depending on other people and wait on me. But that was my problem before because I wanted it so bad. And I knew that it was just going to take me forever to save it, forever to do this. When, like I said, my credit wasn't A1 back then. I didn't put little to nobody down back then. So I could have got it on my own had I maybe waited a month or two. If that. But because I was so in a rush, and sometimes we are so in a rush when God is taking his time to give us better, we settle because we can't wait. And I'm learning that. And, and yeah, it hurt it. Like I said, I felt like that was a bullet to the chest when I couldn't get that egg on car. And I knew God had told me this was the car. I knew it. But, well, God, if you say it, well, why I can't get it now? But I remember, because with my first car, I settled. I didn't want that car, but I ended up falling in love with it after I got it. But I didn't want that car. It wasn't even the color I wanted. I did I did want either an all-white car, but I wanted, if I got that car, I said I was going to get a cream, the cream, like, beige color Kia Soul. But I ended up getting an all-white. And my new car is all-white, too. But um, I didn't want that car. I got it because that's what my grandmother told me to get. She helped me get my car. And then after I signed on the lines, the day after I got it, I regretted it. <laughs> and to be honest, that has been the story of my life for the last couple of months. I do things, take help from people, and then I end up regretting it. And then later on down the line, or a month later, or a week later, I end up saying I should have waited. So God is teaching me to wait. Stop putting your expectation and timelines on things that I'm going to bless regardless. So had you waited, I could have got you better. You could have got what you exactly wanted by yourself. But because you were so in a rush, you had to get this. You wanted help. You got it. And now you regret it. So please, y'all, don't be like me. Be better than me. Because like I said, this is something I'm still learning. That's why God took me through that situation with this car to let me know. Because let me tell y'all, and I'm going to wrap this up because it's getting kind of lengthy. But let me tell y'all how many people tried to literally help me get a car. Oh, you sold your car. You don't have a car no more. Oh, I'll give you the money. Oh, what you need me to do? You need me to co-sign? Uh-uh. What I need to do is wait on God. And that's what I did, y'all. And I ain't gonna sit here and say, oh, I, hallelujah. Thank you, God. I did it. It was, it was hard as heck. Every day I wanted to be like, Lord, I'm just finna go, uh, I'm finna go tell these people I want my car back. <laughs> like, it was hard. But I did it, and it was well worth it because God literally showed up and showed out. And I am so thankful because had I would have settled for that first car, I would have regretted it. So, that's today's message, you guys. Um, just continue to remove your expectations on what God is going to do. 
continue to be patient because God is going to bless you. And with his blessing, um, it's going to be better than what you can imagine. And if God's telling you to get help from somebody or listen to somebody, do that. But make sure before you let somebody help you that you pray about it and think about it. And if you say that you're not comfortable with it and you feel like you should do that, don't do it. Don't let nobody pressure you into doing it. Just don't do it. Just wait. Don't be like me. Be greater. So that is part two of the part three series, The Door of Opportunities. The first door was Door of Delay. Don't let it delay. Be considered a denial in your eyes because it's not. It's a wait. Not a no. Part two was The Door of Expectation. Do not set your standards to God's standards. Or do not set God to your standards. Because God is way... We're not even on the same level. <laughs> your expectations are what God can do, please. You can never. So let's just be real. Don't put a box on God. Take him out of the box. Put yourself in the box. And say, Lord, I submit to your will for my life. And be that thing. Because sometimes we pray that and we don't need it. We just say it something. But... Don't put expectations on God. And then, duh, 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 part three will be out next Sunday. Don't forget to play it. Check it out. I love this part three series already because I know all the, <laughs> the <laughs> sticks and stones in of what I'm going to be saying. Um, and I hope it just blesses you. And I hope that you stop worrying about delays and understand the difference between a denial and a delay. And I hope you stop putting expectations on what God can do. Stop bringing your old blessings into your new blessings. Because when you leave a season, when fall turns into winter, ain't no fall leaves blowing over into winter. When winter turns into summer, ain't no, ain't no sunshine like it was in winter. Because ain't no sunshine like, like that. So don't bring your fall season into your winter. Or don't bring your summer into fall. Don't collab the two seasons because we don't have that in real life. So apply that to your daily life and walk with God. And I'm telling you, it will bless you when you stop putting expectations and limits on what God can do. So I hope this blessed you. Um, and I hope that it really resonates with a lot of things. I know it's kind of lengthy, but it's a lot of information. And I, I probably said a lot of stuff over and over, but it's because I want you to get it. Because... I don't want you to be like me going through the same thing over and over and over and not understand it because it has literally taken me to this very day to learn this lesson. And I got my car five years ago. That instance happened. I had a situation this year that happened and I should have waited, but I didn't. I walked and put expectations on God when I should have waited. So like I said, don't be like me. I love you guys. Thank you for playing this episode. Share it. Don't forget to check back every Sunday for new episodes. Stay in the know by following us on social media. And don't forget to rate on Apple iTunes. That is so important. Rate, rate, rate. Because I want to know if I'm helping y'all. If I ain't helping y'all, then I'll stop doing this thing. But if I'm helping you guys, please let me know. Because that really means a lot to me. And I hope y'all keep shining as the gym you are. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Bye!